When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Season 7, Episode 10, and Season 7, Episode 11 of Billions are both over, but we are just getting started here on the Billions Podcast on Post Show Recaps, where we are breaking down the Showtime series' seventh and final season, episode by episode, and today, two episodes for the price of one podcast, as we are getting into Enemies List and Axe global the return of the billions podcast coinciding with the great return of bobby axelrod maybe not in time to stop mike prince we'll talk about that in a minute here of course i'm josh wiggler i am joined here by jess sterling i imagine everyone knows that already though just based on your uh heavy metal metallica theme music that you have arrived to. <laughs> yeah, I come in wearing a leather jacket and jeans. Mm-hmm. Just everyone's in tuxes. The but YouTube I'm... gala. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I know uh, that that was last week's episode. And like, we're going to talk about really these two episodes sort of just like in one amorphous blob. You can blame my travel schedule for the combination of these two episodes in one podcast, Jess. But that being said, the discrepancy between who is Mike Prince and who is Bobby Axelrod by defining them through U2 versus Metallica uh, or whichever heavy metal band that was. I think it was Metallica, but maybe it wasn't. Just chef's kiss. Like you could not do a better job just with a very quick audio cue reminding us who Bobby is and who Mike Prince is. Fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is an iconic way to bring Axe back. And I am here. I'm awake. 
Yeah, I'm awake. I'm wide awake. Yeah. If you're watching the YouTube vi- uh, video of this, uh, the YouTube version of the podcast, push to recaps.com slash YouTube, you could see me say, wide awake. Yeah, your uh, eyes get a little bit. Your eyes get like huge as yeah. Damian Lewis is wide awake and returned to the Big Apple here in uh, in the final couple of episodes here of Billions. We wanted Bobby Axelrod back, but is it too little, too late? Both in terms of people's enjoyment uh, of the show, I would be curious to, to get your take on that, Jess, but certainly as far as it pertains to the storyline proper, uh, mm-hmm. it seems like maybe we're, uh, the Mike Prince train has left the station and can't be stopped. He's yeah, minted. Very- You're minted, Mike. I'm very upset about it. Here's the thing. I am so happy to have Bobby back on the show. And I feel like, and we love, we we love the character of Prince in terms of being a foil, right? Like great, he's yes. a great, great villain. Yes. The problem is it's so hard to have billions without Bobby Axelrod. Yes. Like he is so ingrained in the fabric of this show that as soon as he returns, you kind of are like, oh my God, I didn't realize I didn't how much know I what, missed yes, him. Correct. Yes. And yes. so I do think the show works uh, to a degree without him, but I'm happy that we didn't have to experience that much of the show without him. And I think yeah. that like having him go up against Prince and, and Bobby just, he doesn't lose often. It's so rare. Bobby loses and he lost originally with Prince. And I just didn't expect us to be in a position where they lose again. Yes. And this time as a united front, as like the most like intelligent, powerful people all grouped in one room versus, you know, you, you got your Wendy Taylor, like Bobby, uh, Chuck, you have like the most intelligent cutthroat group I can't believe people. you just left Ira's name off the list. Sorry, like Ira, Wags yeah. left Wags off the list. Yeah. Um, they lose to Mike Prince for this, for, for now. This is round one and this is the anti-penultimate and the penultimate episodes. So we still have one more to go, but I'm nervous. I'm yeah. nervous yeah, about yeah, this. Yeah. yeah, it's very, very nerve-wracking with just a single episode left of Billions to Go that does make me feel like, look, um, it's not over yet. There's literally a full ass episode of billion still before this thing wraps. And we know mm-hmm. that computer has to go through the, the window. Um, is that going to be because Prince has lost or because Wendy has done something so egregious, even as Prince is going to win uh, remains to be seen, but it's just not a lot of time left on the yeah. board to resolve the situation as it currently stands, which is that, uh, Governor Dunlop has stepped down and is stepping up as Prince's running mate, and they are charging into yeah. the breach. And that is hard to walk back from. And I, I do feel like, Jess, we're not going to end this show having taken down Prince. I don't think so. I think maybe well, part the- of the moral of the story is going to be like, we build these things that spiral out of control, like with this system, with capitalism, that like we aren't going to be able to contain. Um, and that's like a really dark ending for the show. So I feel like there does have to be some kind of like karmic victory. But as far as like yeah. actually stopping Prince, how do we do this? The problem is also my brain can't help but think about the fact that we are going to have some spinoffs, right? Yeah. And so like I would feel a little bit more confident about saying Prince has to be taken down if we weren't about to have spinoffs, because yeah. if you have spinoffs, you could tell whatever story you want and then change it with the spinoffs. You don't necessarily have to 
end things end you know properly with the show when we're going to have spinoffs. So I agree with you. It feels like a lot of work to be done to take down Prince with only one episode left. However, if any show can do it, it's Billions because Billions as they did in this episode, loves to like start off at the end and then be like, and this is how we get there. Yes. Right. So I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, if, I mean, and, and like you said, we still have the computer through the office window situation yes. to contend yes. with, which yes. I am so intrigued by because my pitch to you was, yes. I think it's family related. I think it's Andy related. And in this most recent episode, episode 11, we see Andy say, nah, I'm leaving. I'm out skis. I'm going to go hang with my boy, Derek. Yep. I'll yep. be off the grid. Good luck with your campaign. Yeah. Um. So what is it? What is, what is it that group can possibly do to upset Prince with, with, with regards to Andy when she is away with Derek? I just don't know exactly what the move is for them. That is hard for me to see right now. Like some of these things I think have now played out. So I, I have some questions about like, who we have seen the last of now. Like, it certainly feels like we've seen the last of Ryan. Ryan, like, um, gosh, it's... (sighs) it's, Thank God, though, for her, right? Like, I think, like, uh, one of my frequent complaints about 24, Jess, was that, like, this show doesn't know how to write anybody off without just, like, obliterating them. Uh, Like, you cannot just have, like, some characters retire. You can't just have, like, your, your beloved characters quit and not become, like, you know, like, embroiled in another counterterrorism unit yeah. scheme. They just have to be, like, car-bombed. Uh, <laughs> not getting, like, specifically angry about what happened to two of my favorite 24 characters, but maybe just a little. Uh, so, like, you have that on certain shows. And then on a show like this, how rare and delightful is it to just be able to watch somebody walk away uh walk away before the wreck really hits them and i really didn't think that that's where it was going with ryan it seemed like she had sold her soul for um you know that shot at being a partner but no she's just gonna go backpacking so that story feels done ben kim and tuck are we done with them is this just sort of like the gallows ending of like putting them out to pasture or i don't think so I think based on there is a line that Axe says about like he knows like he has this whole line about how oh yeah Tuck and Tuck and Ben Kim are definitely going to be like fired by now we'll see if we can pick them up I think that's going to happen especially because we know they didn't take the meeting with Taylor because they knew if they stepped foot in Axe Global they would be like okay we're in you know uh what is it you son of a bitch I'm in like that's exactly what they would be Morty that's exactly what would happen And so I think that there's a way that um, that axe pulls them in. I don't necessarily think they're going to be in the position to make or break anything in terms of like they have those non-compete clauses and they also have I forget what um, what Ari had said they're called, but it's. It's not even just an aggressive non-compete clause. You also aren't allowed to like bad mouth right. the company to anyone. So, but I do think that we're not done with them, especially because. Josh, this show loves their darlings, yes. right? Like we we got to see uh, what, what, who was the 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 chef? Um, why am I blanking on his name? Brian Connerty. Brian Connerty. Yes. Brian Connerty as a hibachi chef, right? Yes. Muffy, my guy. Yeah, your guy Muffy. Yeah. He is back. Yes. So, like, when a show does that, I just don't think that they spent the time on the firing of Tuck and Ben Kim. 
I feel like we're going to get a little bit more of them in the finale as well. Uh, that, that would be great. I think it'd be awesome. I do think also it would be realistic if like, this is how the cookie crumbles for some of these people too, you know, yeah. like as we're just like sort of exploring the cautionary tales for some of these characters, the big, like, you know, guillotine hanging over the whole thing has two names. Actually, there's two guillotines hanging over the whole thing, mm-hmm. trillions and millions. So like, we don't know, you know, like we know it's that true. billions is about to get chopped in half uh, or at least it's going to get chopped in half and did billions just die or does the show then spin out into these two different shows with some of the characters from billions leading those two shows yeah. hard to know like yet what that looks like as we're recording this at the very least um, so like I can imagine the world where, where Ben and Tuck's story continues on one of those shows and so they're done here on on billions but in a world where we're not thinking about spinoffs on the other side of this as well I think that there's like something that like I would advocate for strongly on shows that come to the finish line is like, yeah, your endings for your characters can be harsh if they're thematic and earned. And yeah. like, it would be thematic and earned for guys like Ben and Tuck to just get screwed over like this. The thing that makes me feel like yeah. maybe not with Ben was that scene that he has with Wendy of basically like you're Ben effing Kim uh, and like your yes. this is your moment like. I still feel like some sort of like internal uprising or like people who were people who are going to feel like I've got nothing to lose and I'd rather blow up than see Mike Prince win. Yeah. I put Wendy on that list as well. I think that there is for certain a world where Wendy Rhodes would rather go to jail than see Mm. Mike Prince rise to the top. Uh, I think some some major sacrifice play has to go down in the finale for Mike Prince to go down as well. I agree. I just think. Yeah, someone's going to have to take the fall, right? Like, Wendy, these people really won't stop at much to take down Prince at this point, considering how dangerous he is as a person, right? This isn't a joke. This guy could become president. We've been there. It's yeah. not great. Um, So it wouldn't surprise me if they hurt themselves or hurt people they're close with in this whole effort, right? Like, they they uh, they have this conversation where they talk about the fact that they're going to be some sacrifices. They're not going to be able to save everyone at Mike Prince Capital. People like Dollar Bill and Victor, yes. right, who made the financially correct move to stay with Mike Prince because their money is tied up with them. As Ax says, they're not. They didn't lose their mind like Taylor did and decide to risk hundreds of millions of dollars to play a game. Um, so I do think there is going to be people that are hurt. And again, like you said, because we have these spinoffs, we certainly could see them in the future. My, I left these two episodes with a massive question about a smaller character this season, a new character to this season, uh, a mandatory. She is the person sure. who works for Chuck. She, he says to her, we're going after Prince. We're going after every company he's associated with. And she, you know, fights back and says, well, they are, have they done anything wrong? Have they done anything illegal? And Chuck says, we're going to find something that they did that was illegal. And she doesn't want to hurt the, understandably, the thousands of people that work at these companies that their reputation will be tarnished. They might be fired just for the act of announcing like an investigation into these companies Prince owns. Um, And then she meets up with Kate because they had a conversation where Kate's like, Hey girl, I've been you, you know, he's going to push you at some point. He's going to, he's going to show you who he is. And she is the one who tells Kate about the investigations. Obviously Kate then goes and tells Prince who already knew because he's having all of his people followed. Um, And this was so interesting to me that we get this scene with Amanda and Kate. And it makes me wonder if one Amanda is involved in the spinoffs because I feel like she is like a kind of, 
a new version of Kate, right? She's like the secondary Kate. And two, is she going to play a bigger part in all of this? Or was it just to get Prince the information? And right. did Chuck know that that was going to happen? Exactly. So, because I think that we have to keep in mind uh, a couple of things. One is the computer through the window is still coming. And the yeah. other thing is that no show loves a double blind and a triple blind quite like billions. Like yeah. we double back and reveal the thing so often on this show. And this definitely feels like one where like, maybe the plan as it was not entirely revealed to us. Cause I feel like the structure of this penultimate episode of Axe global specifically, Jess felt like we were in the dark about things. You know, it's mostly yes. it's, it's Axe and Prince at the table telling each other the moves they've made. So we're getting a curated edited version of the truth yes. anyway. So it makes me wonder because it felt weird and the victory for Prince felt so um, like, preordained easy in a way like once they get to that table it feels like it's just happening and there's nothing to be done about it and their reaction yeah. is so there's nothing to be done about it that that feels very unlike chuck and axe specifically and very unlike the show so what do they know that we don't did they just win and we don't know it and we will find out in the finale that something that they had in mind has just like double effed prince super hard and dunlop too while they're at it or even yeah hook dunlop to the ticket and then like have like Prince have to step out and now Dunlop's really the only choice. I, I'm trying to think of like a way in which Dunlop comes out ahead, but I think she kind of screwed things up for her. I think there, I, I think at this point she has hitched her wagon to Prince in a way that yes. the group is like, take her down too. If she's Correct. willing to do this to be on the ticket, take her down as well. Yes. Um, especially because it's like, if you have people like Chuck and Axe meeting with you one-on-one -on -one and you're still not going to play ball and you're still going to go to Mike Prince, they're like, eh, Burn her down with the rest Burner. of it. We don't Burner. care. So, but I wonder then, like, to your point, is like Tori somebody who is being like sent to give information to Kate? Uh, is she somebody who like uh, heard what Kate said of like someday Chuck will reveal himself to you? And the version of that that we are presented with is Chuck says, yeah, innocents are going to go down. That's an unfortunate byproduct yeah. of the situation we are in. We have no choice but for that to happen. This isn't law school anymore. What are you going to do? And she chooses to go to to Kate. Is that her like not being ready to accept that the the system being overhauled is going to result in these kinds of consequences, which is horrible and unfortunate, but apparently like the way of the jungle, the law of the world. Um, or did she did Chuck reveal himself to her in that moment and she trusts that? Like, is this somebody who like sees what Chuck just put down and is like, He's right. And I have a part to yeah. play in this as well. And is she going to Kate with some information that Chuck needs to give to her to pass along to Prince so that Prince continues to be just like in that storm cloud of white bolt? Like he's at the whiteboard, the whiteboard. like it's election night, you know, which is amazing yes. as a metaphor. Uh, like he just is like trying to scramble to like figure all this stuff out. Has he just been totally snowed? Right. Like I feel like is very much on the table. Yes, especially because. Chuck is someone who he can suss things out. Yes. Like, it's not like Amanda had all of these thoughts. The emendatory had all these thoughts about, oh, it's going to affect all these people, but didn't say anything. She's yeah. saying it directly to Chuck. And what's different, I think, or what's um maybe, you know, a little bit more of an immature version of Kate is or an inexperienced version of Kate is that like 
Tori didn't use this as leverage against Chuck to get something for herself. Right. Where I think, you know, Kate maybe had a little bit of those stumbling blocks as well and eventually figured out how to leverage the position that she was in to get the most gain for herself yes. over time, which she's done time and time again. And maybe Tori is just not there yet. Maybe she hasn't right to, to the point of earlier this season when Chuck sits down with her and he says, you, you lose pieces of yourself. Yes. Maybe she just hasn't lost enough of herself yet yeah. to be that, um, you know, immoral to, yeah. to, to get, use this to get her own personal gain. But I just thought it was such an interesting moment to have with a character that is, New to this season, not a huge character, but certainly holds a lot of information at her disposal and is able, and Kate being in, extremely intelligent and should not be underestimated, is using is using Tori as well. So yes. that whole aspect is, has me really intrigued and it makes me wonder if they're either setting something up for the finale or setting something up for these spinoffs because right. I think either one is possible. And while the spinoffs do in, at a certain point kind of undercut a finale if you will because it's like oh but there's still more um i do think it's kind of fun that we don't necessarily know which one they're kind of setting us up for so let's talk about wendy rhodes wendy has a really tough couple of episodes especially the antepenultimate episode of billions where she finds out that the job she has just taken on is not only deeply tied in with prince but that Prince hoodwinked her uh, and got her to like sign on to uh, bogus financials. And yeah. now she's like liable for uh, health insurance fraud and all sorts of other malpractice that has uh, prison sentences, sentences uh, all tied up in it. Bobby's yeah. able to come back and figure out the way around this by uh, getting Derek uh out of out of prison maximum derek maximum derek uh is no longer yeah. maybe it's like a minimum security derek no he's like no security derek derek's free yeah. now free derek uh and he's able to free derek and bring him back and take uh take the prince's plot on wendy um out in that way is wendy out of the woods at this point for you where are you at with wendy after these couple of episodes and what do you see for her future as a character it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch -ch -ch -chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think Wendy is fine on that front specifically. The mental yeah. front, I think she's she's out of. What I think is interesting is we talked a lot about how, you know, the Wendy and X of it all and how they never, they didn't even really kiss or do much before uh, Damien Lewis Axe left the show. Yeah. So we were wondering how were they going to play that out in the event of Axe's return? And I feel like they, they showed us their cards by having it be Wendy is in trouble. Oh no, that's that's how you get to Axe. It's not by threatening him. It is by threatening Wendy. And I felt like by having them show us that and have the that be a realization that Wags and Chuck and Wendy have, specifically, you know, Wags kind of pointing it out, I feel like we're not done with that aspect of Wendy's storyline yet. So while I do think she's out of the woods in terms of mental, I wouldn't be surprised if either one of these spinoffs or just the end of the show has her and Axe actually properly together. Because... Yeah. I think I, I, it's not something I need, you know, I've never necessarily wanted that. I felt like I really loved their like platonic uh, ability to work together and be like a really good team. But I think that maybe either the show wants it or the show thinks the audience wants it, right? Everyone loves a ship. So yes. it wouldn't yeah. surprise me if that's what they did. But I think in terms of Wendy's career, I have to hope that the mental stuff isn't going to follow her because yeah. they found their way around it. And I don't think we're going to come back to it. This is why I feel like she will blow herself up if needed. Uh, she has this scene with Ryan in the antepenultimate where she says, I've had a career. I loved my career. You haven't. Um, I know how much it can mean because I loved my career so much. So don't fall on the sword for me. Ryan makes her own choice based on that, which is great. And it's a different choice. Like she's uh, like foregoing the career in favor of having a life. Uh, I think she heard what Wendy had to say and interpreted it differently, but interpreted it in a way that works well for her and her energy and her character and all of that. Her whimsy. She and her mm -hmm. whimsy are going backpacking, Jess. Um, but I think Wendy articulating that at all, one of the functions it could possibly serve is that she is going to... Um, be willing to like sacrifice more than her career. Uh, like I think that she would be willing to go to prison to see Mike Prince put away, if not put away, then at least taken out of the path of the white house. So I'm, I'm of, of like the people who could go to jail by the yeah. end of billions. She's really high. If not the very top of my list is Wendy Rhodes. I think that makes sense because we're not going to see Axe or Chuck serve prison time. It's just not going to happen. And I think that them having this whole mental storyline of like there was a chance that Wendy was completely screwed. Yeah. And it took Axe a long time to get the solution of Derek. And there's not going to always be a Derek that is the solution. Even Chuck says, I'm sorry, I cannot help you. You're looking at decades of jail time if this goes through. I, I think that kind of was a warning sign to us as the viewers of, of like, not everything you can talk your way out of. It's not always about who you know. Yeah. Um. So I, I agree. I think of all of the people on the show, uh, besides, you know, your Mike Prince's, um, I could see Wendy going down for something. I think it would be a really interesting story to have Wendy go down for it and Axe and Chuck be like so peeved and yeah. so pissed because that is right. They they're they love her for better or for worse, right? Like Chuck as his ex-wife and the mother of his children and Axe in a in a different way. But 
I don't know. I could see, I could totally see that. I wouldn't like it. I mean, I love Wendy. I'm not that I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate it as a show idea. It's more of like, I love Wendy and I don't want that. But I do think that there's something to be said about one of the themes of this story. And like one of the things that like, man, like in so many of these real versions of this, uh, you know, the various different ways in which what the Mike Prince storyline is standing in for play out on the outside as just a small person in the face of this large problem, you can't help but be like, where is the actual adult in the room who is willing to sacrifice their shit in order to stop this? Like who actually has it within them to throw their job away or like throw their future prospects away in favor of making sure we like societally don't die. Where is that person? And I feel like there is an interesting opportunity to have Wendy stand in for that and be like, this is a possible way forward. Like the only way to do this is enormous self-sacrifice. So I'm interested to see where they where they land her. Uh, I would be yeah. I would be bummed for for that to be Wendy's ending. I'm just I have an eye on it as a possibility. Yeah, and speaking of Chuck is uh, another good example of somebody who might be willing to just like totally blow himself up in order to stop Prince. But I just see the path is a little less clear for me. It's I think it's harder for him. I mean, obviously he's been on this like moral ship for a little bit, but I don't know that it's it can go that far. But speaking of characters who have given things up, I want to ask you about Taylor because I feel like now that we are 11, we are almost done with this season. We have one episode left. I'm a little surprised at how little we've seen of Taylor. We haven't gotten a ton from them. And I mean, I've said this, I said this at the beginning of starting this podcast. To me, they were like a shot in the arm of fuel in in the second season. I was like immediately taken with them as a character. And I do feel like we haven't gotten a ton from them this season. You know, now they're obviously with Axe. They've given up uh, possibly hundreds of millions of dollars in return. We got this really beautiful, wonderful scene with Ryan of them saying goodbye because Ryan left behind that that backpacking book um, to kind of hint at her leaving. Yeah. But Taylor has been pretty quiet and it surprises me a little bit because they're one of the more, you know, most intelligent people, one of the most intelligent characters on the show, I would say, especially when it comes to, they think very methodically and logically, not always emotionally. Yes. So I'm a little surprised we haven't gotten more of them. And I have to say, I'm a little disappointed just because I love the character of Taylor so much. And I feel like we just haven't given enough of them. Well, so the things that I'll say there is what, what did satisfy me about Taylor was Taylor actually being one of these people who's like, He can freaking sue me to oblivion. He can take all my money and lock it all up. And I don't care because this guy is such a piece of shit and I will blow everything up in order to do it. I love that Taylor is the first person to to do that on the show uh, in in the in this particular storyline, at least. So that was great. And seeing them go to London and team up with Bobby in that way and just seeing the two of them work together felt vintage uh, in a way that I was really craving. So that was great. But as far as like Taylor's individuality within the story, it's definitely missing this season. I I really have to imagine that they are one of the leaders of uh, the spinoffs. I really feel like that would, that make, would make sense, sense. to me. 
that like yeah. there's there's a little bit less Taylor here in the final season because there's a whole lot more Taylor coming up down the line. And especially Taylor if it's one of these shows. Especially if it's they lose everything and have to start from start scratch. Over. Makes yeah. a ton of sense to me. Yeah, that's a good point. I just start from oh, God, scratch, go them. and find Ryan on Ryan's backpack. Muffie, bring Muffie and Kim. Like he wants uh, to light uh, up in the office. Get like the small <laughs> squad of yeah. people, like to like let's start over. Like some of us who get like sued into oblivion by mike prince we can build back you know like i feel like something like that would be amazing yeah, uh, so true. i i feel like there's just so many characters on the show and with the knowledge that there were successor shows on the line maybe we can sort of track the line of who has been underserved this yeah week. i was gonna say i think that at the maybe maybe next episode we can kind of take bets on who's going to be in these spinoffs because hopefully we know at that point my my feeling would be like now would be the time to if you want to well, play your idol now is the can time Can I put my finger can i put my finger yeah. down and say i'm i'm gonna say a name that i feel very very strongly and it's gonna be a weird one okay and attach it to do you have like specifically to one of the two spinoffs so we have trillions and, and millions. millions. Uh-huh. I'm going to say millions. Just I'm going to say millions. Okay. Winston. Winston for millions. B-D-E Winston. And yeah. the reason is they bring him back in this episode. Winston Dick Energy. Okay. Yeah. And he is he is like having this like back and forth with Ari, who also, uh, finger on the pulse of, he will be in a spinoff. With uh, Ira. Yes. Sorry, why yes. do I mix them up? It's, it the happens. names are backwards and forwards, and it always I'm sure, does this I'm sure several people in his life make this mistake all the time. Yes. Yeah. Um, but either way, so they they are meeting together and they have this like back and forth, and Kate's like, I'm not doing any of this. Just fix your algorithm, you know. I just feel like he is going to barge his way into one of these spin-offs with his algorithm in his hand and be like, This is what I have to contribute. He would be a great character to see come back in some capacity, and especially if Taylor rebuilds their team, he would be a call, I think. Uh so I think I think Taylor leading one of the spinoffs and then a bunch of these like uh, little Greglets that we love so much, like coming along for the ride, I yes. feel like is very, very in line with my thinking for trillions. This is a little bit harder for me to envision in any way that isn't Mike Prince. You know, like it is really hard yes. for me to envision a world where like we're dealing with that much money and it's not talking about the White House and billions isn't getting into the political world. And is there some sort of like. Wendy leaves Prince with some lasting impact of like, I have to reevaluate what I'm really all about that we like yeah. follow into another show. I don't know. I don't know how that works out unless like Axelrod just like goes like Mach 5 uh, or like Mach Trillion and just Axe Global takes off into this other stratosphere to lead mm-hmm. its own show. But it feels like that and millions with similar cast members would be redundant. Like one of the things I'm thinking about yeah. is what kind of industry are we even talking about? Like what kind of like, um, you know, what, what kind of like silo are we in? Uh, we can't just be in like the financial sector for both of these shows, right? I wouldn't think so. What if someone opens up a coffee shop? <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. That's yeah. that's a workplace yeah. comedy. Yeah. I don't know. I do agree with you. I don't know how they they parse out who belongs on what spinoff. Trillion, trillions being like the entertainment industry could be like extremely billions, considering all their references yeah. and stuff. Is it an LA based show? I don't know. 
I, well, I do. I, I really would uh, be like uh, pretty psyched about um, the London-based Billions uh, spinoff. Uh, the the second, uh, the first of these two episodes that that we have for this week, um, the anti-penultimate uh, enemies list. When um, when Mike goes to confront Axe in London, and we're getting like a bit of that London vibe and the way that Billions shoots London, mm-hmm. uh, like it felt like. It felt to me in some ways in the way that we kind of eulogized New York in the previous episode, it felt almost introductory to, to London. I think like going global um, is axe the move. Global. I think going axe global really is the move. And mm-hmm. after depriving us of Damian Lewis for so long, and if we're going to come up with two very new spinoff shows. You think he's million, involved? In... Like, you would think like they could find the way to make one of those spinoff shows from the ground up work entirely for Damian Lewis. See, that's so interesting because I, okay, I could see that if they're going to move to London involving, you know, Damian Lewis, maybe he's more likely to sign on. I never imagined him as part of any of the spinoffs just because he was largely absent from this season. He's only right. coming in the tail end, which could be a setup for the spinoff, but also because I thought, well, he's kind of done, you know, yeah. I kind of figured the major players uh, that haven't been involved in all of these seasons, you know, your Chuck Rhodes, your Wendy Rhodes, your Axe. Chuck feels I kind of done. Figured Chuck feels done. like he's done. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but I'm. I mean, I'm all here on a London-based. Absolutely, sign me up. We got British accents. We got beautiful, beautiful scenery. Yeah. Come on, come on. I feel like it wouldn't be so bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. so I think Axe is on my mind as somebody who could who could be continuing on past this show. Um. Chuck Rhodes, this is a final opportunity to like say what we think might be coming for these characters, right? What yeah. do you think is on the map for Chuck? I think I feel like no matter what ends up happening with Prince, I like let's let me say this. If they take down Prince, I don't think Chuck gets away without being banged up a bit. I think he's gonna get a little scratched up, a little scuffed up in this whole situation. And I think that because we've had this ongoing story about Chuck and his morals and wanting to be, you know, a better person, I think he's going to offer to take, I think he might do more of the Wendy storyline you imagined where he might not go to jail, yeah. but maybe he loses his job, which is his everything. Yes. Like I, I could see that for Chuck. I could see him jumping in front of the bullet for, for someone, maybe Wendy, maybe someone else um, to take that hit. I don't think it's going to end as pretty for Chuck as it will for other characters. Yeah. Um, I think that he is a candidate for like a big sacrifice play as well. Uh, I think, and I think like there is something poetic about Chuck as the, the, you know, the, the crusader of justice across this show that a final pull to make sure that everything ties up nicely. And the ultimate bad guy is taken care of is going to require some measure of falling on the sword. Um, mm-hmm. What would Kareem Abdul-Jabbar do in times like these? <laughs> exactly. You know? Yeah. We all have to ask ourselves. What do you what think is going to happen to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in the series finale of Billions? <laughs> oh, can we? Do we think there's going to be a special cameo? Absolutely. In the, in the Who's the, what is be. the? Yeah, like Joe Biden's going to be on Billions. Oh uh, like God. we're going to have like the most famous people on the planet are going to be on Billions for the final episode. I mean, I wouldn't hate it. We got a nice uh, Rios uh, shout out in the. In yeah. The, how about that? Do you have any idea just how difficult getting into Rios is, let alone closing it off and having so just funny. you and one other person? Like they weren't kidding. Like that is as big of a New York food flex as you can possibly uh, have. And the fact that billions 
was flexing that they themselves, the TV production, yeah. were able to do that is hysterical to me. It was so funny, especially because it felt so on like on point to have the Democratic nominee be like, yeah, give me some veal parm. Like, I feel like, I don't know, something about a Democratic nominee eating veal parm in like a, uh-huh. a fancy restaurant that was shut down just for her. I'm like, this feels so real world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. It's very real world. Any final predictions you have for the end of Billions? I can't believe next time out, it's the end of Billions. I can't, I know, I can't believe it either. It's, it's been a lot it of went fun. went by too quick. It's been very fun this final season getting to talk about it. I was always really nervous, like, okay, we're going to do a Billions podcast, all right, but I don't know anything about any no, of I, it. It's but surface the vibes, level Billions. The surface level Billions is my favorite thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Emily and I were riveted watching these episodes. We were just like total edge of our seat mode uh emily like when we finished the uh when we finished enemies list she's like i need to watch the next one immediately i can't figure out what's going on like just the tension of these final few episodes has been so high uh Mm. that like if you probably stop down to really pull on the strings and all the levers and stuff i bet a bunch of it falls apart like that's what you can't do with billions gleaning of it is just so much fun you can't peel back the layers of billions you just gotta take it for what it is you know it's like when people are like oh but have you seen the ingredients in a slim jam it's like no i don't do that to myself i I just shove it in my face and call it a day yeah yeah Yeah. billions is the slim jim's of prestige tv oh billions we love you <laughs> yeah well i love slim jim i do too so. it's a great road snack Come i haven't on. had a slim jim in so long next time you're on a road trip i'm telling you it hits All the right. spot slim don't get the one with the cheese it's disgusting oh uh, well that's more of like a chuck senior uh uh hors d'oeuvre i think oh we need that's what we need <laughs> to talk about the bologna Josh, we almost went <laughs> the entire podcast without bringing up the, the canopies the, terrible <laughs> version of a charcuterie board that this oh. man brings in chuck senior brings in bologna and cheese roll-ups <laughs> bologna yeah. which yeah. listen time and place is like a slim jim you know time i will eat it yeah uh, and then he brings like gherkins like little baby gherkins and that is the plate and wax is like sure i'll eat yeah. it mm-hmm. yeah he was Incredible. thrilled he was happy to. Uh, and I love yeah. when Chuck gets the actual like canapes and he's like, you don't think I'd have the audacity to not feed my guests, do you? It's so great. It's so good. <laughs> um, absolutely incredible. Uh, the, the, the hors d'oeuvres were incredible. And like everything. Uh, that would be a perfect send off for Chuck Sr. as far as I'm concerned. Please. So. Yeah. Um... No, I hope he needs a terrible demise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I think continuing on is just the terrible demise for, for Chuck yeah, Sr. Uh, just the continued... <laughs> survival in this hellscape um all right well next time we meet we are closing the lid on billions make sure you're subscribed it's in our succession feed postshowrecaps.com slash succession is where our billions content is housed you could also just subscribe to the main post show recaps feed you could watch us on video postshowrecaps.com slash youtube if you want to see what's going on visually on the podcast especially when i go i'm wide awake uh you can see what that looks like i'm wide awake uh so you can come check us out postshowrecaps.com slash youtube Next time out, it is the series finale of Billions, Jess. Can you believe? I can't believe we're here already. I'm like, I'm very sad it's ending. Very sad that it's ending. Very excited that it's ending. 
Cannot wait for the next episode. Hit me up on the internet wherever you can find me at Round Howard. Jess, where are you? I am at Jess Sterling. All right, folks. Next time, Billions comes to an end. Until then, go ahead and chug off. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumpacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.